0: Hi, I'm Danai Barhakabar, brand strategist and consultant to visionary leaders and entrepreneurs just like you. I created the Vision to Impact podcast for people who want to build something that matters through their work, message, and gifts. I believe that building that kind of business requires we be just as passionate about people, vision, and legacy as we are about profit, visibility, and the latest marketing tactics. This way of building a business isn't for everyone, it's the road less traveled because it requires digging deeper than the latest and greatest hacks and strategies. I help you walk this road less traveled so that you're able to share your message more boldly, serve hard, profit wildly, and leave a legacy that stretches beyond your business. Because change and impact comes from visionaries just like us. Are you ready? Hello, hello, visionaries, and welcome back to another episode on the Vision to Impact podcast. I'm so excited that you're joining me for today's episode. This episode came out of really this last week and seeing what has been going on and really experiencing some ups and downs in our own business as well as uh, the world at large. And so this was not on deck and we decided to scrap what was on deck to create this podcast episode Because I think that a reminder of the things I'm going to talk about today is so desperately needed in our entrepreneurial community right now. Before I get much further though, I would love to check in with you. How are you doing? How are you doing spiritually? How are you doing emotionally, mentally, physically uh, in uncertain times like the ones we're in right now, especially with so much fear and panic going around, Uh, it's so important to check in with ourselves and check in on how we're doing on all of those fronts, not even just on a day-to-day, but throughout the day, multiple times a day. I know for myself personally, I've been uh, on a lot of calls with our clients, our agency clients. Um, A lot of them are brick-and-mortar stores, who are experiencing just some really, really tough financial decisions, facing some really uh, tough business decisions right now, and walking them through, you know, crisis communications, uh, marketing strategy, pivoting ideas, and things like that. uh, It really does take a toll. And I am finding that I toggle between feeling really optimistic and kind of challenged by, the things we're experiencing and seeing it as an opportunity to grow and learn and add some new skills and uh, mindset shifts to my tool belt. And I toggle between that and I toggle to the other extreme, which is sheer panic and um, not really knowing what's going to come of this and feeling that fear and dread that uh, we kind of sense through online, through all the things that we're hearing and all of the messages and news articles that we're probably consuming, I toggle between both of those. And so for me, it's so important to check in with myself uh, throughout the day of how I'm feeling. And if I'm feeling like physically not feeling the best right now, mentally not feeling the best, then I, every day I've been going into my planner. I use the full focus planner and starting with note that I've put in there every day uh, moving forward through the rest of this quarter that says self-care act and I write down like three things that I can do for my own self-care today and whenever I check in with myself and I feel like, hmm, not feeling the best right now, I go to my planner and kind of look at some of those things. Like um, for today, uh, there is a face mask is on there, um, doing a hair mask is on there and painting my nails is on there. And I know self care is not about like this physical things we do for ourselves, but I always feel so much better and I feel like I have (laughs) some semblance of control when I um, do any one of those things. Cause then it just makes me feel like I'm being productive and that I had enough time in my day to even do this makes me feel really, really good. So, um, I have just been doing that every day and kind of checking in with myself. And when I don't feel so great, I go and do one of those things, um, and give myself the space and the freedom to pause whatever it is I'm doing and then go put on a face mask or paint my nails really quick at my desk or take a walk with my dog or lay down on the couch and just breathe for a little bit. Um, That's kind of how I've been checking in with myself. So I want to check in with you and make sure that you are putting your uh, physical, mental, and emotional and spiritual health above all else during times like this because uh, that is what's going to help us get through is being able to manage our own selves and manage our thoughts and manage our emotions and how we are making it through the day. So take a minute if you haven't done that so far to pause this episode and like check in with yourself and then make a plan of action for how you will kind of help center yourself if you're not feeling that great right now. Make sure that you are taking the time to pause, take a break and do something to restore uh, yourself because that is going to greatly affect how you move forward through the rest of this month, through the rest of next month and the coming uh, weeks and months ahead Making sure that we are managing ourselves and making sure that we're restoring ourselves, um, because our energy is being depleted by all of the things we're having to deal with, with clients, with our businesses, uh, with the news, with the world, um, all of with families, with kids at home, all of these things that we're having to deal with. We need to make the time to uh, restore ourselves and check in with ourselves regularly. So if you haven't done that today, pause this episode and go and do that, and then come back uh, so that we can dive into. What I want to talk about today, which I hope will be so encouraging for you as you lean into the rest of uh, this quarter and then moving into the next quarter as well. So in this episode, I really wanted to focus on some encouragement, some things that you can lean on as an entrepreneur, small business owner in the weeks, months, and year ahead. I know that There is so much talk about strategies and uh, new tactics to employ during the season, but what I really think is most important is leaning into the unique skills and gifts that we have as entrepreneurs that will help us make it through. These three skills that entrepreneurs are uniquely equipped with, gifted with, are truly what I believe will help us weather this storm and really come out on the other side so much stronger than we went in. So I am going to dive into those three skills here, uh, and I want to lay them out before I dive into each one. And the three skills that I think entrepreneurs are uniquely equipped with our innovation, our ability to create value in the marketplace, and number three, our ability to listen and take notice. Before I dive into each one individually and describe how each of these unique skills can help us kind of get through the season that we're in right now, I want to talk a little bit first about why They are so important. Why is it that these three skills, there are many more, but I find that these right now are the skills that we need to lean into as things continue to progress and as we notice all of these changes taking place. I want to talk about why they're so important. They're important because. Every day we are seeing drastic changes, sometimes multiple times within one day. For instance, a week ago I could go into my favorite restaurant and sit down and have a meal, but this week I'm not able to do that. I can only order out or get delivery from these restaurants, and some of them have even closed their doors for the time being. A week ago, I could go to my gym and work out and this week I'm not able to do that. So with these changes that we don't have a say in with all of these big, uh, upheavals to our day-to-day lives, it can really feel like we have no control over anything. It can really cause us to spiral, become negative, uh, have fear take over our day-to-day lives and take over our thoughts and the way that we approach our day, the way that we approach our work, and the way that we approach our goals, really, all of these changes can make it feel like we no longer have control over any of those things. However, with this episode, what I really want to give back to you is your power, is your control. No, we do not have control over the outcomes of what will happen over the next week, month, year. Uh, We don't have control over those outcomes, right? But we do have control of how we show up, we have control over our actions and what we can do every single day to continue moving forward. And these three skills will help you to reframe that thought process, will help you get back to a place where you feel like you are in control of what you're able to do, that you're in control of how your business kind of makes it through this next season. There are no guarantees. Entrepreneurship is a game and we went into the game knowing that there are no guarantees. We are not guaranteed that our businesses will be successful. We are not guaranteed that our businesses will fail. What we are guaranteed is that we have control over how we make it out of certain situations. And not to say that some businesses might not make it through this. There is a very real possibility of that, right? But how they come out on the other end as individuals, as CEOs, as leaders can be determined by how you take action and what you do in these moments. And so I hope that these three skills that I think entrepreneurs are uniquely equipped with will help you kind of reframe some of the situations you're in, can kind of help you take control of your business a little bit more and not feel victim uh, to our circumstances. I immediately went into that mindset initially, when I heard that businesses were having to shut their doors and learning about um, the economic impact of this, I immediately went into the headspace of feeling like a victim of my circumstances. But then I had to go back when I quieted myself and sat with my thoughts and emotions and um, sat down to kind of really think through uh, rationally what was happening and what was going on around me, and inside me, I was able to pull out these three things that I could lean on for myself to take control, to be in the driver's seat again, to show up as a leader, to show up as the CEO of my business. So I hope that these three entrepreneurial skills really helps you do that and helps you lean into them because these are not skills that some people have and some don't. If you are an entrepreneur, if you are someone who is running their own business, who is uh, creating solutions in the marketplace, these are things that you have within you. Uh, these are skills that entrepreneurs are uniquely gifted with. This is why we go into business for ourselves. Sometimes It's not to say that each of these skills are at their highest level, and so this might be a season where one of these skills, you're going to have to develop it and grow it and make it even stronger. So keep that in mind but deep within us, these skills reside and we have to pull them to the surface, especially in a time like this. So let's dive into each one. Let's start with the first one, which is innovation. As entrepreneurs, we have the unique ability to innovate. We are always looking for ways to make things better, to make things more efficient, to make things that serve people in better ways. We find new and different ways to solve problems all of the time. This skill is tightened during seasons of uncertainty, during times when we're not really sure what's going to happen, because we ha- we're forced to innovate. But if you think back through your entrepreneurial journey, and just look at the ways that you've um, optimized your client experience over the course of the time that you've been working with clients, just looking back over the course of the last uh, two and a half years, I have really innovated some of my client experience, uh, experiences and processes. And innovated the way that I work with clients, found new and better ways to deliver certain things, found new ways to solve their problems. And just looking back, I can see the evidence of that, but we're not forced to kind of take a look at that and recognize that when things are going really well, because it's just part of what we're doing. When we are in times of uncertainty, it's really time to lean into that. It's time for us to Take a hard look at our industry, take a hard look at how we're serving people, how are we operating our businesses, how are we delivering the services that we provide or the products that we sell to our clients, and how can we make them better? How can we innovate? How can we uh, find new ways to solve those same problems or deliver the results that we have been delivering all along? So, for instance, for some of my yoga studio clients and some of my uh, clients that own, you know, workout facilities, a lot of their innovation right now is in finding out that oh, we are a brick and mortar where people have to walk in to experience what we offer. Now that we have to close our doors, how can we offer the same experience and the same service? but in a different format. So a lot of them have moved to doing online classes or doing their workouts virtually with their clients or doing one-on-one workouts or meeting with their clients via FaceTime and doing their personal training sessions that way. These are ways that they're innovating what they offer their clients. They are innovating on the way that their industry has operated. Some of the ways that you can help yourself think through this innovation is, number one, thinking about how your industry does things as a whole and what things you have been doing the same as your industry and where you can break away from that and find a new way to do that same thing or do it better within your industry. Another question to ask yourself in the sphere of innovation is what parts of your process or your service or product have now been limited due to what's going on in the world around us and how can you offer that same thing in a different way, in a different format? This may mean that you need to find a way to deliver your product or service digitally to your clients if you were doing it in person. Maybe it means that you need to shift the deliverables or the results of a specific product or service to fit the current season and the current climate that we're in. These are the questions you want to be asking yourself. Where can I improve? Where can I innovate? Where can I pivot within my business to meet people where they're at right now? That is our greatest gift as entrepreneurs. We are problem solvers, and by being problem solvers, we are Automatically innovators because we see things, we notice things that are causing hangups or issues or bottlenecks within our industry, within what we do, within our communities, within our audience. And then we find out new and better ways to deliver on those problems and those solutions uh, in new and exciting ways, right? So I want you to lean into this piece that you are an innovator. As an entrepreneur, you are uniquely gifted at being an innovator, and you want to lean into that in the season, do not feel like you are stuck with the products and services that you laid out at the beginning of the year. You are able to pivot and shift and create new ways to solve those same problems that you've always been solving um, and doing them in a better way, doing them in a new way that really engages people in the season and the time that we're in. An example of an entrepreneur who really leaned into this was William Durant, who was the founder of General Motors. And in 1907, there is a time in history called the Panic of 1907, where uh, people were freaking out about the economy. The freakout lasted only about a month, but the economic recovery of that panic uh, lasted about two years. And during this time, William was not sitting around doing the same old thing he'd been doing, he decided to pivot their business. And uh, in 1907, they were making handmade horse-drawn carriages. That was the business of General Motors. And by 1908, within a year, he had transitioned the business into creating automobiles. Uh, He took a plant that they already owned and started creating um, the infrastructure for creating cars. A lot of the people in the same industry as him had that same idea, but he made that pivot so quickly that when the economy had turned around and everything was back to normal, he was in a position to buy out a lot of other car manufacturers and become and create what general motors is today and he leaned into that innovative skill set of entrepreneurship that was within him he decided hey things aren't looking so good what do we need to do what is what are we predicting and everything is a hypothesis right we can only assume and guess and make our best educated guess on what's going to happen and your innovation is going to come from that he decided that the future of the Um, this industry, the General Motors company, was creating vehicles. That innovation, that pivot, that quick thinking, and his ability to try something new in a season when things were uncertain set him up for success in the long term. Another business that innovated during the last economic recession was Netflix. So Netflix, in the early 2000s, They were mailing out DVDs. If you remember, Netflix was one of those services where you would pick your movies that you wanted to watch uh, and you'd have your queue all set up. And then when those DVDs became available, they will mail them out to you and they would send you a certain number at a time based on your plan. And then you would watch those movies for as many times as you wanted. You could keep them for a week, a month, it didn't matter. And then when you were done with them, you would send them back to Netflix uh, and then you would get your next set of movies that were on your queue. So how did Netflix make it through the 2008 economic recession and the times that and the years that followed where we were trying to build back up our economy? Um, how did they make it through that? Because a lot of entertainment type businesses that were similar to Netflix didn't make it through and had to shut down because of the recession. Well, Netflix innovated on the cable and satellite concept because with cable, you could just kind of watch all these shows that you were really interested in. Same thing with satellite, but they were super expensive, and people who were losing their jobs or were having to take pay cuts and things like that weren't able to keep up with having those luxuries of cable and satellite. And so, Netflix innovated on that concept and created. What we all lovingly and affectionately now consider a part of our everyday lives uh, this concept of being able to binge watch whatever you want without the commercials, without all the hoopla of cable and satellite, and not have the cost associated with having cable and satellite. And so they were able to innovate. And during the year 2009, which is just only um, a year after the uh, recession began and things and people were losing jobs and things like that. Netflix grew by 3 million more subscribers. Isn't that insane? And um, if I'm remembering the stat correctly, they're stock, um, their stock price went up by 57%. Crazy, right? That's insane during an economic downturn to see that level of growth in general, right? The reason was because they innovated and pivoted during a season that they needed to so that they could keep their business going. And so this is another really great example of pivoting during a season of economic uncertainty so that you can continue to serve your customers in the way that they know and love, but do it even better and do it in a way that is different from how ever Everybody else is doing it right now. So that is what we need to do as entrepreneurs right now is to think innovatively, to pivot and to make adjustments and think quickly on our feet. As Brooke Castillo says, there's only a decision. There is no right or wrong decision. There's just a decision. And then making that decision and following through. The second entrepreneurial skill that I want to talk about is creating value We as entrepreneurs are uniquely equipped to create value in the marketplace. That is our jobs. That is what we do. We create value within the marketplace. So what does this ultimately mean? When we create value, we create something that someone wants in exchange for the money that they have in their pocket. So when you create value, someone looks at that value and says, that's more valuable than the 200 $2,000, $200,000 $2,000, dollars that I have in my pocket and I'm willing to exchange that money for the value that you've created. What this really means is that not only are we uniquely equipped to create value, we're uniquely equipped to always generate revenue within our businesses. Out of all three of these skills, I think this is the most important one to anchor yourself to. We can so easily get into the headspace that. All the things happening in the world will affect how we're going to be able to feed our families, how we're going to be able to pay our team, how we're going to keep the lights on in our businesses. And while that may be true, we as entrepreneurs are are entrepreneurs because we're able to create value, which in turn generates revenue. And our one and only job during seasons of uncertainty is to create value in the marketplace that people still want to invest in money follows ideas, money follows innovation, money follows value. Always, always, always you can take that to the bank. We cannot fall prey to the idea that no one's going to have money. No one is going to want to invest in what we have to offer. We cannot fall prey to that ideology. The reason is we have no idea what people have available to them. There may have been some entrepreneurs who have been saving up for seasons like this and preparing so that they can continue to invest in their businesses even when things uh, go haywire. There are people who save in their everyday lives and who uh, shore up for economic downturns so that they don't have to skimp on their lifestyle when things go haywire. So we are not know-it-alls. We do not know what everyone has available to them, what resources people have available to them. And so we cannot fall prey to this idea that because there might be an economic downturn coming and because there might be some hard economic times ahead for uh, consumers for businesses, big and small, that we're not going to make any money. That's not true. There are people who are always investing. There are people who are always um, spending money on things and uh, investing in themselves, in their families, in their businesses. So we cannot fall prey to that. What we can do is really lean into the belief that we are going to create value, which in turn creates revenue, regardless of what season of life and business we are in, regardless of the economic climate or uncertain times, we have to lean into the belief and the truth and the fact that when something is more valuable than the money someone has in their pocket, they will exchange it for that. And so lean into that as an entrepreneur, your gift and your ability is in creating value that will then turn into revenue for your business. Your one and only job is to continuously create value. And sometimes we don't know what that value is, especially in uncertain times, we don't know what our audience needs from us. And that is what we do. We ask questions, we take stock of what's going on, we listen, we keep our ear to the ground, and then we turn that into value that we turn around and give to our audience, that we turn around and give to our clients and customers. And that is what we need to lean into, is this idea that we are uniquely equipped to create value, which in turn creates revenue. When you can think like this, you are now taking back control Uh, This idea that other people are responsible for how you shake out revenue-wise. And I never want someone else to be in control of how much money I generate and what I'm able to generate for my business. I never want anybody else to be in control of that. That's why I'm an entrepreneur, right? And so this thought process has really helped me lean into the idea that, okay, my job is to create value, create incredible value during this time, create value that results in someone saying that thing that you're doing, that product, that service that you are bringing to the table is so valuable that I'm willing to part with my money in exchange for that that is our job, that is our skill, that is what we are uniquely equipped to do, and that is all we need to focus on in this time frame is really creating value. So an example of a business that did this was Groupon. So Groupon actually launched during the last recession. They launched in mid November of 2008, which is right in the time when things were uh, going out of control and uh, economists were saying that uh, this is going to be a tough season economically. And what did Groupon do? Groupon actually <laughs> Groupon actually during this time thrived and grew their business in spite of the economic downturn. How did they do that? They created value. They created value that was twofold. They created value to consumers and they created value for business owners. So what was this value? For consumers, they provided discounts and deals that people were looking for because of the fact that the economy was not doing so well and people were holding on a little bit more tightly to their money, but they still wanted to buy things, people still want to go out, people still want to spend money on things, and so they were looking to do that but through deals and discounts and Groupon provided that for them so people were willing to purchase these discounts these deals and put money back into the economy by spending on things and for business owners they created value by getting more eyes on the business on the business itself so more people were coming across businesses that they didn't know existed or that they wouldn't have normally gone to unless they had come across them on Groupon and so this was valuable for companies to invest in because during a time of economic downturn, they were willing to give a discount in order to get more foot traffic, get more people in the door, get more sales into their business. And Groupon kind of became that middleman that facilitated this conversation between the businesses and the consumers. And so they created value. And regardless of whether there was an economic downturn, they did well because the value that they provided went above and beyond uh, what people we're looking for and wanting, and we're willing to invest in it to part with their money to take part in this value that Groupon had created. Last but not least, as entrepreneurs, we are uniquely equipped to listen and take note and observe. This is one of the greatest times in our businesses to be able to keep our ear to the ground and really listen and decipher what is it that people really want? What is it that they're truly asking for? This is a time where we can really put this skill of being observers to use. As entrepreneurs, our gift is in our ability to read between the lines, to sift through all the things that people say on the surface and dive in deep to what they truly want deep in their hearts and what things really motivate them. What things are they emotionally uh, and psychologically connecting to? This is our gift, and we're not using this gift to manipulate people. We're using this gift to really serve people even better. We are using our skills of observation, our skills of listening and really hearing what people are saying to create better products, to create better services that then serve our audience's Uh, even better than we have been right now or in the past, right? So this is a unique opportunity for you to listen to your people, listen to what they are asking for, see where there might have been some things that they were missing in their business or their life that could have made things easier for them in this season. If they had only had this resource or if they had only had this tool or this mindset shift, they could have better prepared for what's currently going on. So I serve uh, other business owners through my services, right? So I'm really taking note of what systems, what marketing systems, what brand systems, what things are they missing in their businesses that are becoming glaringly evident right now? And how can I create tools and resources to serve them so that This is something that they have in their tool belt for the next time that we have unprecedented things happen or uncertain times because those times are sure to come. And what ways can I be of better service moving forward? I'm not using these to uh, manipulate them or to scare them into purchasing things. I am currently listening, keeping my ears to the ground so that I can know how to better serve my audience in the future, how I can better create value that will show up for them. That's really what this is about. And our ability to observe and take note of what's going on in the world around us and take note of the deeper things that are going on is a gift. It's a skill. It's our it's our way of being able to really understand our audience so that we can serve them really, really well. So this third one is something that I encourage you to do right now. Um, if you are hopping on free calls with clients, if you are offering Extra support, really listen and just take note, really start just taking notes of like, this is coming up a lot for my audience. These resources are things that they continually are asking for right now in this season, and it doesn't mean that right now you have to dive in and create those resources or those tools or add those into your services, but it just means that you're taking note so that when things calm down, when you're able to start producing new things that may be right now, that may be in the future, you are creating tools and resources that will serve them in the future, and you can really show up as someone who listens, who takes care, who is really... uh trying to understand the people that they're serving. I'm going to use that example of that yoga studio again. They are now thinking through this process and saying, oh, our audience wants a way to be able to work out from home when they're not able to make it in, when their babysitter cancels on them, when they are sick and not feeling well, but still want to get some some." exercise into their day, some body movement into their day. And so they are looking for ways to now uh, for right now they're doing virtual, but how can they create a service that serves this particular segment of their audience who is loving the online accessibility of their workouts, who is so excited that they get to stay home with their kids and do a workout and who are loving that so much. They are noticing how can they Create these systems. Maybe create this new service. Maybe it means that they're going to now create content that shows people how to do short five-minute workouts every day on their Insta stories or on IGTV. This is the way that we listen and we keep our ear to the ground and figure out new and better ways to serve our customers. And then in that same process, in that same vein, we're going to be innovating. We're going to be creating value. And these are the things that will help us survive. That will help us get through these uncertain times. These These skills combined, if we can anchor ourselves to these skills that we are uniquely gifted with as entrepreneurs, we are innovators, we are people who create value that then creates and generates revenue, and we are people who listen and take notice and observe so that we can serve even better. When we can anchor ourselves to these three things, we are better able to move ourselves away from fear, (laughs) move ourselves away from feeling that panic, feeling that stress of not knowing what's going on or even if we have any semblance of control, And when we can anchor ourselves to these things that we're able to do, we're in a better headspace. Just listening to this episode as I'm saying it to you is encouraging me even more right now, and I'm so excited to dive in to finding ways to innovate what I do, finding ways to create value for my customers. How can I better listen and observe right now in this moment? And I feel so much more in control. I'm like, yes, there are going to be those moments where I freak out and I spiral and I go down the rabbit hole, but that's what my (laughs) self-care, that's what my self-care acts uh, list that I have created in my planner are for so that I can go take a break, so that I can go work out. That's what that's for. But then I come back to my desk and I remember that I, as an entrepreneur, I'm uniquely gifted and equipped with the skills of being an innovator, creating value in the marketplace, and my ability to observe and listen so that I can serve even better. We all have these. Do not think that these are unique skills and special skills only meant for certain entrepreneurs. Every entrepreneur is equipped with these skills, is equipped with the ability to do this, we just have to pull it out of ourselves, strengthen those muscles, it's like a muscle, the more you use that, the more you use those muscles, those innovation muscles, those value creation muscles, those muscles of observation, you're going to get so much better at it, and what a time to strengthen those muscles, I don't think there is a better time for us to show up as leaders by doing these things, and when we do these things, we show up for the people who are listening intently, who are watching what's going on and seeing who's showing up as a true leader. These are the things, these are the skills that will help us do that. So, I hope that this episode was helpful for you, was encouraging for you, was empowering for you to see that you have more control than you think or feel in this season. I know that this season is so scary. There are so many things going on that we have no control over that we don't know when they're going to end or when we're going to be able to get back to our normal. And we're trying to figure out these new normals and these uh, new patterns and routines that we're having to get used to, but it will all be okay. We have more strength, more control within us than we think. And when we can lean into some of these things, no, we cannot control everything. But when we can lean into some of these skills that we are uniquely equipped with and are meant for times just like this, we're able to weather this storm a little bit better with a little bit of grace, with a little bit of voice and with so, so, so much strength. So, I hope that this episode was helpful to you, friends, and I want to leave you with a quote from Ralph Waldo Emerson, which says, What lies behind the. I want to leave you with a quote from Ralph. I want to leave you with a quote from Ralph Waldo Emerson that states, What lies behind us and what lies ahead of us are tiny matters to what lies within us. I hope you lean into that truth over the coming weeks and months ahead. I am here to support you. If you need anything at all, feel free to reach out, whether that's by email or on Instagram. If you want to DM me there and have a conversation, I'm happy to hop on a call uh, with anyone who just needs someone to talk to or talk strategy with or um, just vent to. I am here for you, friends feel free to reach out and we are in this together and we will come out of this stronger on the other end. Thanks so much for listening and I will catch you on the next episode. Thank you so much for listening to today's episode on the Vision to Impact podcast. If you found this content helpful, it would mean the world if you took just a moment to leave a review wherever you listen to your podcast and share it with a friend who might also benefit from the content. All the links and resources mentioned in today's episode will be in the show notes and at visiontoimpactpodcast.com. I'll catch you on the next episode, Visionaries. But until then, dream big, serve hard, and go make a dent in the universe.